season bro sipping my ties <laughs> with lebron james yeah. lebron 80 there too <laughs> yo lebron james posted one pick on the beach and skip lost it bro <laughs> lebron james posting pictures on the beach now oh my god <laughs> bro <laughs> mental illness man something wrong with you him, got bro. to He's leave obsessed. you have to leave that man alone He's not doing anything to you. He's not even playing basketball. <laughs> he hasn't been for like the last three weeks. Why are you still tweeting about him every single day? Bruh, obsessed, bruh. Skip a sicko. He is, dog. He, he don't want to admit it, but LeBron James is the reason he's employed. Literally. Because he talks about him somehow, someway, every, every day. day. Bruh. <laughs> like, that's crazy. Welcome to another edition of the Out of My League podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Deshaun. And as always, we're here to give you the latest sports takes, debates, updates, and the news, news, news. What up? Look, man. We 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 are draft week. We got NBA playoffs going on. It's a beautiful time for me, especially. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, it's a beautiful time for I, me. I feel like you might be a little stressed. Look. <laughs> I'm not, gonna, I'm not going. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I feel you. like you might be a little stressed out. I'm I don't just. Know. A, I'm just a little bit worried right now. <laughs> tone, tone a little different yeah, from last yeah, week. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> just a little bit worried right now. We were talking about a sweep last yeah. week. <laughs> <laughs> Two games. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, man. Look, <laughs> little, little chaotic, man. We'll start in the not so sunshine city, which is Phoenix, man. Game five. Game Are five. you worried? Look. We can't lose this game. This is a must win. Yeah. Sirius, Sirius is tied 2-2. Yeah. Headed to Phoenix tonight. Yeah. And what I'm going to say is this. Mm-hmm. When Chris Paul was out, Devin Booker carried the load. Yep. Now that Devin Booker's out, Chris Paul needs to carry the load. But not only him. All the role players, the Cam Johnsons, the campaigns. Yep. Like all Landry Shaman, all those type of guys. Yep. They need to step it up. DeAndre Ayton's handling his business. He I will, is. He, I will, he's hooping. Yeah, I will he's let hooping. DeAndre Ayton live. He's handling his business. He's hooping. But everybody else, those role players, Mikael Bridges, like Cam Johnson, Campaign, all those type guys, they need to step up. Big time. Yeah. They need to step up big time. What do you think is happening right now? Aside from Chris Paul having an awful, and I mean horrible game, he had four points, had those first four points in the first two minutes, didn't score again the rest of the game. That's not good. Yeah, That's I mean, not good from the point guard. Here, here's what I'm going to say about that. I'm not worried about one bad game from Chris Paul because games one through three, he has, what, 38 assists and averaging over 20 points a game. So yeah. one bad game is not going to, you know, I'm not going to kill Chris Paul over that. But this is a must win. He better perform tonight. I know that. Yeah, I was about to say. And I at mean, home, too, you better win. Yeah, one, I mean, one bad game is all it takes. Yeah. Like, one bad game is all it takes to let a team back in the series. What do you think, aside from Booker being out for the next two two and a half weeks or so yeah. from the hamstring injury. 10 to 14 days, we'll say that. Yeah. So, yeah, I I think I don't think he's coming back this series, obviously. No, he'll be he'll um, be back for a game seven if there is one. Mm, 
I don't I don't know. I mean, me personally, I don't think it should get to Game 7. It should, um, but it think, could. <laughs> I don't think it should get to Game 7. I think it will, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, what do you think is, you know, the reason for allowing, you know, Brandon Ingram, who's turning up, uh, defensive struggles on him. I don't think anybody can guard him, essentially. And Booker, Booker's not really a perimeter defender, but Booker makes up so much scoring on offense. Yeah. What do y'all have to do to contain Brandon Ingram? Well, you know, I'm glad Monty Williams talked about it last night, but something ain't got, got fined for it. What you talking about? <laughs> well, not the not the, oh. the, not the foul uh, I'm about to say he de- they definitely hooked yeah. him up with a nice one. Not not the, not the foul disparity, which was horrid, <laughs> I, by the way. We I seen the tweet lame forty, 40 to fifteen. <laughs> like that's, I, I seen the tweet yeah. that lame. Like I mean, anytime one <laughs> team scoring, you know, shooting forty free throws and another team's shooting fifteen, that's not a great a little, little bit of disparity. Yeah, that's there. a really big disparity. <laughs> a little bit of disparity there. So um, other than the free throw disparity. I would say Monty has to match their big on big lineup because what New Orleans is doing, and you know, obviously uh, Willie Green came from our organization yep. under yeah. Monty Williams, yeah. but they're do- recipe, right yeah, there. they're they're putting two bigs in, and then Brandon Ingram, so that's technically three bigs, yep. and then you got two guards in, so the size matchups were off for the last two games. And, you know, Monty Williams talked about it last night, and he was like, you know, we're going to have to switch some things up. So I would look forward to the Suns doing more big-on-big lineups where they're going to have two bigs, whether it's Aiton and McGee or Aiton or McGee and um, Biombo. They're going to have to mix that up. So, you know, there's going to have to be two bigs on the floor, and then that will allow you to have the Mikkel Bridges and the Landry Shamets and, you know, the Jay Crowders and guys like that on the floor that are not – be embodied by you know the the, the bigs of yeah. the Pelicans right now, and then you know you throw in Brandon Ingram's length and how you know you know seven two wingspan and all the kind of stuff. Yeah, and you really got three bigs on the floor for the Pelicans. So it's important for the Suns to start matching up the lineups with the Pelicans lineups to make sure you're controlling the glass for one. Yeah, big is on the glass for the Pelicans. Right, and He's then on the, there. and then the other thing is. Like, I just feel like transition defense is somewhat hurting the Suns as well. Like, especially when you're getting second and third opportunities by, you know, the guys, they're getting their own rebounds. Like, yeah, we like you have to be able to box, box out and grab yep, the board. Box so out. this is a situation to where the Suns in general, they're really good at boxing out, grabbing rebounds and things like that. Like the Suns have been top five in offense and defense all year. Yeah. So it's not yeah. a problem where. Yeah. They're, they need to make drastic changes, but this is a lineup where you're going to have to just change up the lineups a little bit, which adding another big to it. And I think that once you add that and you space the floor with shooters like a Cam Johnson, a Landry Shamit, guys like that, they're going to knock down the corner threes, Jay Crowder at times. So, you, you know, you look at the Suns right now, and they are in a position to where you go up 3-2 tonight, hopefully. You got game six in New Orleans to close them out, you should be able to go ahead and handle that. And then if you do that, then you have a little bit of a buffer before you have to play the Mavericks in the next round. Yep. So, and Devin Booker will be back by then. So, well, I don't know how much of a buffer you'll have. I think you'll have two days because, uh, three days. I was going to, okay. I was about to say, cause I know round two. Yeah. That's if they close in six. Right, that's right. if they close in six. I know round two starts next week, mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. I do know that. And the Mavs are probably going to close their series out. We can go ahead and jump to the Mavs. Yeah. The Mavs are probably going to close their series out 
in game six. They're up uh, three games to two. Luka came back, and they dominated. And I mean dominated the Utah Jazz. And to make matters worse, Donovan Mitchell went out towards Mm -hmm. the end of the game with an apparent injury. And I'm not sure his status for game six. He's actually probable right now. Okay, yeah. I'm about to say I'm not sure of his status for game six. Personally, I don't think it matters because I think the Mavs are a better Series team. Is over. Yeah, I think the Mavs are a better team. I think Luka is the best player on the floor. Don't think it's close. Nope. He looked great in his in his return back. Mm-hmm. And I think the Mavs are going to rinse. <laughs> They're going to rinse the Jazz. And the Jazz need to blow it up. And I see what you are saying about Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert being a liability. Yeah. Yeah. He had although he had the game winner per se mm-hmm. in what was that, game four? Game f- Four, yeah. It was, yeah, game four when he had the alley-oop. Yep. It was an alley-oop. Yeah. Defensively, if he's not inside the paint and he's not getting bored. He's worth this. Yeah, he he can't get out on the wing quick enough. And for somebody, I think it's just a bad matchup. Yeah. Um, Max is killing them on the wings with those threes. And then you bring Luka in and that makes who can dish, mm-hmm. who can rebound, who can score whenever he wants, when he wants. Dash just have no shot. Yeah, because all the Mavericks are doing is they're taking the guard at the top of the key, whether it's Luka or Spencer Dinwiddie, and they're basically just taking their man off the dribble. Yep. And then that will allow Rudy Gobert to try to close in on them before a block. And then either it's Maxi Kleber in the corner or it's, uh, you know, Finney Smith. One of those guys are just sitting in the corner waiting, waiting for a three, and then they're knocking them down yeah. consistently. Yeah. And it's eating the Jazz up. Again, this is year three of the Jazz going through the same exact thing, getting eight up in the corner in the playoffs because Gobert cannot be on the floor. Yeah, Jazz just don't have it. Like, to me, Jazz just don't have right. it. I, I've been saying this literally for probably two years now. They are Gonzaga to me. Yeah. They're a regular season team that's really good in the regular season in the playoffs when defense is better offense is better and the pressure's on mm-hmm. they fold and they fold every year every time and donovan mitchell balls out yeah i'm all for donovan mitchell balling out but you are not going to win a ring in utah they need to blow that team up and if if i'm looking at utah right now and i'm evaluating their roster there's two things they need to do expeditiously one of them is they need two perimeter defenders they have zero perimeter defenders right now Royce O'Neal is their best perimeter defender he's not that great <laughs> and when I tell you guards are just taking him off the dribble consistently cooking Conley and too. yeah get, get him out of here and they have they have no rim protection because Rudy Gobert is stuck between a rock and a hard place trying to decide whether you're going to close on the driver or you're going to leave a wide open three open so yep that's the first thing the second thing is they need max two shooters. Max two shooters. Okay. They need they need somebody that can get their own bucket, and then they need another shooter. So you you have Donovan Mitchell, a shooter, and then somebody else that can get their own bucket. I think they rely too much on D. Mitch to uh, make things happen. Yeah. And Donovan Mitchell's exhausted. And you can tell. It's a problem right now that they really don't – I mean, Clarkson coming off the bench can get his own bucket. Yep. But you have nobody else in that starting lineup that can get their own bucket – and then you have zero perimeter defenders. So guys are just taking your dudes off the dribble consistently. And the paint, the points in the paint is it has to be astronomical. Like it <laughs> has to be astronomical. The numbers that are getting scored in the paint with the Utah Jazz because <laughs> Yeah, on somebody like Gobert, who's defensive player of the year. Yeah, because like, that's bad. He like literally none of their guards, none of their wings can can stay in front of their man. So nope. They're getting consistently taken to the hole. Barbecue chicken. And 
Gobert is now the person that had to come over from the weak side to try to, you know, block the shot. Yep. But he, he leaves his man. He leaves his man in the corner, and, and it's a man, wide open three. His man is a bucket. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's tough, and there's nothing you can do about it because the way their team is structured right now. So we fully expect the Mavs to win this series, correct? Without question. Yeah, we expect the Mavs to win this series. Looking at the Warriors quickly, we don't have to get too much into it. We think that they're going to close their series out as well. They better. Yeah, they, I, I, they better. I, I mean, to me, it's not. Even by the better. way, the I, Nuggets I, are not good. Yeah, I was, I'm, and by the way, the Nuggets are the worst team in the playoffs right now. They're terrible. <laughs> they are terrible. I'm not, I'm not going to say they're the worst team in the playoffs because the Nets just got bounced, swept. Actually. Well, the Nets would have got the Nuggets out the way. So, yeah, you're probably right. The Nuggets <laughs> are the worst team in the playoffs they're, right now. They're just joking. I think and, even the Atlanta Hawks would have got the Nuggets un, out the way. Until Jamal Curry. Jamal Curry. Jamal Curry. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. I tried, whoa. To, I tried to add him to yeah. the fam. I tried to add him to the fam. cousin? <laughs> I tried to add him to the fam. Until Jamal Murray comes back. I don't think they're going to be much of anything. And, yeah. they need, and they need Porter Jr. as well. Yep. They, need, they need MPJ. Whenever, well, so. I mean. Yeah, when, whenever he comes Whenever back. he's going to be healthy. But yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty much cooked at this point. The Warriors are going to move on. On to that, the last matchup in the West, that Grizzlies, that Timberwolves matchup. Who's going to win that matchup? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. The minute I think. This is the, tough. Look, the minute I think the Grizzlies are about to take the lead yeah. in this series, they lose. And I have no idea. And then you have the the element of I don't I don't know what to expect from Cat every game. He, every like, game he will from have game in game out. Yeah, he will have seven points one game, thirty five points the next <laughs> game, yeah. and then he'll get fouled out the next game. <laughs> and thirty two points <laughs> the next game. I'm like, dude, who are you? Game, game, game in game out. That series has been one of the more entertaining series that we've had yeah. in the first round. One, because you never know what Minnesota Timberwolves team you're going to get. Exactly. And you you could get a team that comes out game one and dominates win by double digits, or you could get the team that blows two 20-plus point leads in the same game. In the same game. Sad. Grizzlies were down by 26. Yep. Ended up winning by nine points. Yeah, because I'm, I'm watching the game. Twice. And, yeah. Twice. I'm watching that game and I'm like, okay, they have twenty six. And then they you know the you know they going to run the Grizzlies going to run. I'm like, okay, then they're up twenty three. I'm like, yeah. okay, they're about to, you know, they about to handle the Grizzlies. Man, I've never seen such an epic collapse in my it, life. That that was, that was really bad. that was bad. really like oh my god. Twenty eight to three. That was yeah. Patriots. I, Atlanta I need, Falcons. I, yeah, I, I needed to hear Pat Bev after that. Like, that was bad. Let, let me hear your post game post that. Yeah, I don't like, even think he talked after that. Yeah, I think it was only Cat. I, I wouldn't either. I, I wouldn't either. Ain't much to say. And Cat, oh, but you gotta you gotta come to our house. And, yeah. And uh, we in Minnesota now. Yeah. We in Minnesota now. That little voice. Yeah, I was like, he sounds so soft. <laughs> I love Josh's tweet. We in Minnesota. Yeah. We are in Minnesota. So who are you picking? I'm going to pick the Grizzlies. I'm going to take the Grizzlies in seven. And I think it's going yep. to take seven yeah. games. Yeah, I think, I think it goes seven games, too, just because both teams have been inconsistent. Ja actually hasn't been good this year. No, he hasn't. Um, I don't think he's been good at all, nope. honestly. He's been getting on the boards, getting a couple assists here and there, but scoring-wise, he's way down. Turnovers. Turnovers, he's way up. It, yeah, ja, it's the turnovers for yeah, me. Ja hasn't Ja hasn't been too great. Ja hasn't been too great. On to another person that had turnovers though. Jumping to the east side, brooms out, man. Yeah, Boston boys. Yeah, got Brooklyn out the paint. Sweep, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, <laughs> one of the best backcourts that we've ever seen in basketball. Yeah, swept. What are your initial thoughts? Look, I mean, I'm embarrassed, and I don't even play for the team. I'm embarrassed too, but. I'm I'm so disappointed in the team for not playing defense, right? Like yep. I 
I would understand it if they lost just because the Celtics kept roughing them up yep. like, and stopping them. But the fact that y'all weren't defending the basketball at all, wide open dudes all over the place. Dudes, I mean, they setting y'all up for the pick and roll and every I mean, time. Pritchard, wide open. Horford, yeah, wide open. I don't understand. Marcus Smart, wide open. Like, Jalen Brown was incredible, driving the yeah. whole game, bully ball. Jason Tatum, spectacular. Yeah. I'm, I'm talking, Jason Tatum is here. Yeah. Like, he hasn't arrived, he is here. Like, Jason Tatum is here. They got a tough ma- matchup next with the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. They'll, but. they'll have a tough matchup, but looking at this matchup, this was just bad. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you noticed this, but to me, KD just didn't look like the KD that, you know, I'm so accustomed to KD seeing. KD was checked out. Yeah. Like, KD wasn't able to create any space off the dribble. Yeah. He was barely able to create any space, like, crossing over. It looked like he lost some of his handle. He lost his confidence. He said he even said himself he was overthinking things. Kyrie was literally in and out the whole series. And then, like you said, just defense. Like, you're not defending anybody. Like, a lot of second-chance points from the Celtics. Mm -hmm. And you know what really, really just blew my mind is the inexperience and the coaching of Steve Nash. It's bad. You have Kyrie Irving at points in the game guarding Jason Tatum and or Jalen Brown when he's substantially smaller. I'm talking <laughs> Steve Nash was out there running a 6-3 and under lineup when the entire Celtics team is like 6-8 and up. They have Bruce and Brown <laughs> guarding Jason Tatum. And I'm like, what are we doing? You are losing a foot in every position and you expect to stay in the game. And here's another thing that I didn't understand with Steve Nash's lineups. He didn't play Blake Griffin at all until game four. Yeah. He didn't play he didn't play um uh Aldridge at all. The entire series, Lamarcus Aldridge didn't play. Those I, are two I, 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 bodies. I actually didn't think he was available. I thought he was hurt. Nah. He was oh, suited I, yeah. up. Yeah, I didn't even know he was available. Those are two players. That would alleviate it and helped you in at the at least paint. in the post, yeah, right. And, like, and you seeing Blake Griffin when he got in, yeah, Griffin, he was playing. And he was high he, energy, yeah. He was high energy. He was actually hitting some shots right. too. Came in, he was a nice little spark. I think what Blake Griffin had he, what fifteen points he, last he night. He was ex- like, he was exhausted, yeah. but he was still he was still. But hooping. you needed those energy points, like, and I feel like defensively, Blake Griffin brought their team to a different level when he's there. If you had, let's say, you put out a lineup of uh, Kyrie. Um, Patty Mills, KD, LaMarcus Aldridge, and Blake Griffin. That's a whole totally better different lineup than you had on the floor. You had KD basically at the five, yeah, which the is whole never game. what he wanted to do. The whole game, yeah. And that, that's, that's, that's not, not his what, game. Yeah. That, that's not his game. Yeah, the coaching was really, really bad. Give me one thing that they need to do in the offseason or, you know, early next season. One big change that's going to help them elevate their game to what we think it should be. Number one, they need a point guard. They can't have Kyrie be the point guard. Kyrie's actually a lot better coming off ball. Um, and they need offensive sets. I feel like they don't even run an offense. They don't. No, they it's don't a, have it's a, a man on. It's like iso ball every play. And and that is that is my main thing. Is Steve Nash the coach next year? I personally think he needs to go. That's just my he opinion. He has to go. That's my opinion. Because it's Katie and Kyrie, that's what they want. And that's what they're going to get. I don't think they want that. Even in Kyrie's well, post game, they picked him. So well, when, when, in Kyrie's post game, he said it's up to me, KD, yeah. and the owner. He did not name Steve Nash in that. 
But KD did. And he did not name Steve Nash in that to, you know, get the personnel together. But you together heard what KD said, though. Moving forward. Yeah, KD named Nash, but... KD said, they asked him, they were like, you know, should Steve Nash be back next year? And he said it wasn't on Steve. He was dealt a bad hand, which means Steve Nash is going to be returning to Brooklyn. Yeah, I just don't... I, I, I don't see it. Like, they, they need it. They have all the talent in the world yeah. because they have two top 10... Ta- they have two top 10 players. Right. Like, you have the talent. But you have to be better. Like you need offensive plays, you need sets, you need better defensive schemes. They need a center. Better matchups. You need a center. Like they have a lot of holes to fill. And a I center think, and a point guard. I like. think that you know everyone, including myself, just looked at this team and seen KD and Kyrie, and said that you know KD to me being the best player on yeah. the planet should be able to overcome you know a game one series. I mean yeah. you know a round one series. Right. And they got swept. Yep. That was embarrassing. Right now, should the Celtics be the favorite in the East? No, it's the Milwaukee Bucks. The Milwaukee Bucks are still the best team in the Eastern Conference. Even without Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton's coming back. <laughs> Chris Middleton will not be back for at least another two weeks. Yeah, but that's two weeks. Like, that's not a whole month. Like How long, how long do you think the series is? I mean, I'm just they saying. They play three games yeah, in a week. But what I'm saying is, do you think Giannis is going to surrender three straight games? No. No. That's what I'm saying. No, they're no. going to hold the fort down. No, no, I don't. But I Drew think, Holiday, I, I think, Giannis, I think gonna it's going to. I think that next series is going to be a lot tougher than I think that series could go seven games for yeah. sure. I, and you know what? Those are two teams that play really great good, defense. Yes, really good defense. And not and only they, that, they, they have really have good size. They have the, the size and really good role players. Yeah. Like I'm looking right now at what the Bucks are doing to the Bulls without Chris Middleton. Giannis isn't even going crazy. Yeah. They got Grayson Allen out here looking like a superstar, Look, and I hate, I Grayson, hate Allen. Grayson Allen. I hate <laughs> Grayson Allen. <laughs> you already know how I feel. Yeah. I can't stand Grayson Allen. What to do? Like he went, he went that's, to do. That's not why I hate him, he but went, yeah. Why I hate him? Look, he went to do. And he's a dirty player. He is a very dirty player. Yeah, that's and, why I hate him. And he's a dirty player. All right, to the Sixers, man, who have quietly let Toronto back into the series. What's going on in Philly? Joel Embiid finger? Or the thumb, I think. I think it's a thumb injury. I'm Joel Embiid aside. This is James Harden. He was awful yesterday. He's been off the entire series. He was awful yesterday. He has been awful the entire series. A lot of turnovers yesterday. And when I tell you James Harden looks sluggish, he looks like he's not being aggressive. He's not shooting the ball. He looks like he doesn't want to be there. He looks checked out of this series. And it's bad when Joel Embiid has to call you out in an interview of a post game. Y'all were up 3-0 on them. It is not 3-2. Three, three, two. Two. It's 3-2. Two. And they're headed back to Toronto. And this to is... the sixth guard. <laughs> when I tell you this is bad, they are in trouble going back to Toronto. And... I think Toronto's going to win that yeah, game. Yeah, I, I do too. I, I think Toronto's going to win that game. And it's going to be top 3-3 three, three going back to Philly. So, yep. they're in trouble. And Doc Rivers, <laughs> we know his 3-0-3-1 lead Doc, record. Doc. Please don't. But I'm, I'm going to say this. Please don't. This is not on Doc Rivers if it if it does happen. This will be on James Harden. Okay. Because James Harden is arguably the fifth or sixth best player on this on this in, in the entire series. Yep. He has been atrocious. He's been terrible. And if you were to, without names, wait, 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 wait. You heard what I said? I, fifth or sixth best player in the series? Yes. He should be too. <laughs> He has been awful. He, he should be number two right behind Embiid. He has, you know who, you, there's obviously Maxi and Embiid, I've already impl- he, outplayed him. Yeah, that, yeah. And then you see Occam's outplayed him. Yeah. And then, you know, you got Gary Trent, yeah. outplayed him. Yeah. Like, Anobi's been booming. Anobi's been uh, booming. And you got Barnes been booming. There's been so many. Yeah. Scotty Barnes, like, yeah. 
he has like James Harden might be the sixth or seventh best player in this team that's, on the on the series. That's not good. And then he's playing Danny Green. Like no, nah, nah, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> All right, that's disrespectful. Danny Green's terrible. I'm getting, I'm getting <laughs> my bad. I got carried away. Yeah. I got carried away. But no, James so Harden cool. is playing like he he's like washed. Like it's so bad watching him trying to drive with no speed, no explosiveness. He has zero left in the tank right now. He's not even shooting the ball well. To me, it's interesting looking at James Harden because I look at him as someone who doesn't really apply himself. That makes sense. He's someone that I think is literally like skill wise, basketball skill. He's top five in the league, like basketball skill. Like he can get elusive. He can create his own shot. He can get to the foul line at will. And I feel like he's not really applying himself how he should. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I don't know if that's just a lack of focus or it's just a lack of effort. I, I attribute it to a lack of effort. He plays like very lazy. And I know that you know he's not in the, the greatest of shape like yeah. he was in Houston. But he can still get to the basket at will. And he can still impose his will against a team like the Toronto Raptors. And I feel like he's just not really invested like he should. And I don't know if that's being, you know, too relaxed saying, you know, I'm going to let the game come to him. Or he's just or he just really doesn't care. Like, but I want to see him be more aggressive, take more shots, mm-hmm. and be like the James Harden that I know he can be. Like I know he's not in the best shape per se. Like I know that's always been the that's been the thing for the last like year or so. But Harden can still ball out and Harden can still put up 40 on any given night. And I just feel like he's not really trying to do that. And I feel like he's content. Like I feel like he's become very complacent. With his role of, you know, I'm going to just try to get the assist, get some necessary rebounds here and there. I'm not going to go out and be aggressive. I would just like to see him be more assertive, per se, in that offense. The Sixers' last 25 games, James Harden has not scored over 25 points, ever. The last 25 games. That's alarming. James Harden hasn't had a 40-point game in over a year. (laughs) This is the same dude that averaged like 33, like just like two years ago, two, three years ago. He had average 33. Since he's been traded to the Philadelphia 76ers, he has had one 30-point game. One. And 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, I get it. You can lean on Joel Embiid, but you know they're double-teaming, triple-teaming Embiid, and he, he has an injury right now. Like, somebody right. has to step up. Like, Embiid, we get it, is the main player right. on that team, but you have to be that number two. Like, you have to be. Like, you, you actually have to be. It can't be Maxi. It has to be you. This is why we gave up literally the farm exactly. to get you here. And I just I just want to see more effort. I want to see more effort from him. That's I, all. I'm so frustrated with James Harden right now because you look at him and he looks just checked out, man. And even in pick and roll, turning the ball over. Step back threes, airballing, hitting the side of the backboard. Like, he looks like he has zero energy. He's not up for any of the game. You can tell the demeanor on his face, the body language that he's carrying himself with. He's not even excited. Like, it, it, it just, I don't understand how you can be in his position, a player of his caliber. Yeah. And you have a name in this league, yeah. but you have not played yeah. to that name in almost two years. Yeah. It, 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 it's alarming, man. I really don't know what it is. Like, I'm just not seeing the passion, I guess, that I'm used to seeing. I don't know, man. Maybe he needs to get back in the studio with LaBaby. Bro, I was literally <laughs> was about to say that. It's maybe, funny. Maybe he need to get back in the no, studio. You, Let him be himself. Bro, like, that might that's be when he pa- was hooping. <laughs> that's when he was, hey, man, he was hooping off no sleep. Bro. He was hooping off no sleep. 
and sitting in on the studio session. Him and Dirk in the studio till yeah, 3 a.m. Yeah. They go straight to practice. Like, no, what hey, are you doing? Man, maybe, maybe he needs to they get back up in to his, him, bro. Maybe he needs to get back. <laughs> He's tired. Yeah, caught up to him, bro. He I don't needs know, some man. Sleep. Maybe that's why he was playing carefree, man. I, I don't, I don't know, man. Maybe it's too many rules in Philly. Like, bro. he need to bring I, the Mohawk back. I don't I, know. <laughs> That might Yo, be bringing the Mohawk <laughs> back is sick. That's Co- a, that's a nasty vibe. <laughs> corn rolls too tight. It's a nasty vibe to bring the Mohawk back in 2022. <laughs> he gross if he do that. All right, so the Miami's going to get the, get their series out of the way soon. I know Jimmy Butler's not playing tonight, mm-hmm. but we both expect the Heat to close out, correct? They're better, yeah. All right, so assuming that it's Miami Heat, Philadelphia 76ers next series, who you got? Sixers. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry Miami Heat. Whoa, <laughs> oh whoa, whoa, I was too fast. I was too fast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay there, buddy. Conviction there. <laughs> Miami Heat. You got Miami. I think I have Miami, too. I think Miami should be favored in that series. I think it will be close. Miami and six. I do think that the Sixers have the potential to win because I don't think anybody can stop Embiid. I don't think anybody's big enough, personally. Embiid. But I'm telling you, the injury they, he they has. More. Yeah, I think it's I think it's messing the with. The UCL, I, it's a tough injury to play with. I don't think he's going to be able to, like, it, it's going to be tough. Yeah, I, I, I see that. Especially in, against a defensive team like that. Yeah, a scrappy team. Right. A scrappy it, team at that. They so hit them hands and yeah. it's a wrap. Yeah, like I can see him holding his hands, messing with his hands, mm. fiddling on the sidelines, even in game, like not diving for the loose balls. Um, just trying to stay away and just, yeah. you know, they've already announced that he's gonna have surgery on it mm. after, you know, the he's season. Trying to protect ends. It. So yeah. he's yeah, he's kind of just trying to go through. I hope they they should wrap it personally. But I mean, I don't know how that affect the shooting, yeah. but I mean we'll see. Like, we'll see. Draft Thursday. Yes, sir. Two days away, you ready? I'm ecstatic. I'm ready. Give me one sleeper that is not getting any attention that you think could be the steal of the draft. Just one. A sleeper? Yep, um, just one pick. <laughs> John Mechie. I mean, that's my guy. <laughs> there you go. He's coming off the ACL tear. But John Mechie is just one of those players that he makes your team go. Yep. And he he, he has this knack for getting open converting big plays, third down red zone. He's going to be a really, really good player. He's going to go in the second round, and somebody's going to get a steal once it gets healthy. And Jamison Williams is another one, another that, Alabama that, receiver. That's the one that I was going to pick. He's been, I think he's been catching a lot of steam lately. I don't, 10, know, I don't know how many people are actually sleeping on 10 him 10 to now. 15 range is where he's going to go. I would love for the Eagles to pick him at 15. Um, Jamison Williams is going to be special. And I, I think barring, barring that injury, he's gonna be he's gonna be. I went back and actually watched like film from this season. He's special. He he he's he not just special. He different. <laughs> he different. His route running, crisp hands, elite, and he's gonna get behind you a hundred percent of the time. Yeah. Like he's actually gonna get behind. And you. it makes it hard that you know most speed guys they're not great route runners. He's a really he's really an, good. He's an and elite. he's a detailed route runner. He's an elite route runner. Yeah. Like he's an elite route runner. So I think that's gonna be interesting. Who are the Eagles going to draft with their first pick? I just told you, Jameson Williams. <laughs> he will not be there. I'm just he letting will. you know. 10 to 15, I'm telling you. We'll see. First cornerback to go off the board. You know what? I said Stingley. I've, I've said Stingley this entire time, and I feel like he's gaining steam. Don't know if that's just for me <laughs> or, or what, but I feel like he's gaining some steam here lately. Derek Stingley Jr. is special. He is extremely special. I've, I've been a fan of his since his – Rookie year. I mean, yep. fr- freshman year, I'm sorry. It would not surprise me if he goes number three to the Texans. All right. Would not. Would no. not surprise me at I just, all. I just seen him there on the mock draft, so I, I am not doubting that at but all. But if he does not go number three to the Texans, I believe Sauce Gardner is going to the Jets at four. Okay. So, 
We shall see, but it all depends. It's either going to be a three or three or three or four. So right. we're going to see. Who's going to be the first pick in the draft? Hudson or what? It's or Walker. Be, it's going to be Aiden Hudson. Think so? Yeah. Think it's going to be Hudson. I know mm-hmm. Walker's been gaining a lot. He's actually the favorite now. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but you think it's going to be Hutchinson? Hutchinson. It, it it'll be close. Last thing before we get out of here, Future drops his album this Friday. It's called <laughs> "I Never Liked You." On a scale of one to toxic, how toxic is this going to be? Is there a capital T in toxic? <laughs> <laughs> like his this, his about caps, to be sick. <laughs> caps. Hey, don't even worry <laughs> about fire it. Fire emojis. Hey, ne- next next pie. I, I'm gonna have some bars ready to get off. <laughs> some no, sick stuff. Don't, nah, don't, don't, don't do even it. worry about it. I'm gonna have some bars ready to get off with this tape, man. I know it's coming Friday. I'm locked in. You already know he man. He gonna get some sick <laughs> stuff in his album. I already know he does. Friday, I'm locked in. All right, man. That's all I got. Want to continue to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for tuning in. Black Lives Matter. They always matter and will forever matter. Guys, please watch the draft this week. Gonna be intense. We're gonna be back next week with Emory Hunt to talk about the post-draft, break down all, you know, the top players that got drafted, some of the sleepers that got drafted, and then give grades to some of the teams that we thought just killed the draft and even those teams that really tanked in the draft. So we're really going to be all over it next week. That's going to complete our three-part draft series. Guys, mask up. COVID is still out here. Trust me. We seen it. (laughs) Zach Levine, out. COVID protocols. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really matter. Y'all are going to get knocked out anyway. Yep. you just getting an early start of vacation. I know what you're doing. You're not slick. <laughs> you're not slick. But, guys, mask up. I know the airport said you don't have to wear the mask anymore. I'm wearing mine. <laughs> wearing mine as well. Like, let's not get carried away. But just continue to support us and continue to pray for all those that need the prayers, especially the ones in Ukraine. Yep. Thank you, guys. Yeah, man. Look. This is the exciting week for me. This is like a holiday for me. Draft weekends always felt like a holiday for me. I'm sad I'm not going to Vegas for it. I will be in Kansas City next year for the draft, however. Um, And I'll be at the Senior Bowl this year as well. But, look, we appreciate you guys. We, we, you know, we obviously, you know, uh, continuously watch the metrics and we see that you guys are playing and listening and we truly appreciate it we appreciate all the guys that have been there from the start until now and we just want to show y'all so much love for it for sure and one time for my man mike breen i'm out of here really solid ain't no debate no way ain't no escape big dog eating off the plate cool breeze marked with the same flexed up now john cena rocked up more than serena wife a baddie looking like nia more drip more than a leader i'm at the wood i said i would get no mediocre i'm feeling like tip sound like to me we got us a hit they can't even drip line so savvy is the swag daddy red eye flights out to cali holding bags looking like a caddy penthouse vibes no addy this is the wave to give them the feeling rappers be capping no i don't feel you feel like the man when i walk through the building too many scars and spiritual healing i got a million dreams i got a million schemes we going crazy we going crazy we got the winning team